The Ponder Podcast exists to encourage the soul-nourishing practice of pondering the Bible with friends. Welcome, friend. Today, I'm delighted to have my mom with us to ponder Ephesians 6, 1-9 in our series, Flooded by Grace. This series has blessed me so much, and it means the world that my mom would join me here today. Lori Bess is a woman of many talents. She's a devoted wife, mother of three, serial author, and connoisseur of all things health-related. She's written so many books, but a few for you to look up when you have a minute. The Sheena Maya series, The Adventures of Lolo and Winkle, and the Curly Girl series. You can find these under her author name, L.B. Ann. I'm so proud of her, and I'm excited for you to get to know her a bit in this space. Let's jump right in. Welcome to the Ponder Podcast. Mama, I'm so happy to have you here. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, this is so, so exciting. So exciting. (laughs) (laughs) So um, today we are continuing in our series, Blooded by Grace, pondering Paul's letter to the Ephesians. And actually, you recently were reading through Ephesians. I think you read through it multiple times. And that's part of the reason why I decided to dwell on Ephesians this summer. I don't know if I told you that. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, it's you and another good friend at the same time. You guys are both like digging deep into Ephesians. And I thought, you know what? Yeah, (laughs) I need to dig deep there. So actually, as I've been pondering Ephesians, I wondered like, oh, I wonder what was standing out to my mom Mm. as she was reading this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now I'll get a glimpse of that um, in our passage today, which today we're looking at Ephesians 6 verses 1 through 9. Mm -hmm. And would you be willing to read that for us and then I'll pray? Yes. Children, obey your, your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on earth. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with respect and fear and with sincerity of heart, just as you would obey Christ. Obey them not only to win their favor when their eye is on you, but as slaves of Christ doing the will of God from your heart. Serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not people, because you know that the Lord will reward each one for whatever good they do, whether they are slave or free. And masters, treat your slaves in the same way. Do not threaten them, since you know that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven, and there is no favoritism with him. Great. Amen. Lord, thank you for your word. I pray that you would speak to us, that you would minister us through your living and active word. I pray that you would give us life through your word and that you would unite us, Father, and that you would spur us on and that you would spur every listener on to love you more because of this time in your word. Um, 
and to obey you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Great. So I just can't wait to hear. <laughs> I'm like, so you should see the huge smile on my face right now. I just can't wait to hear like what stood out to you. Well, okay. So I'm older, right? So <laughs> I've experienced all of this already. So I think it more so made me think back on when I experienced these things and how I acted. I'll start with, um, let's see, there's so much. If you could see my notes. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start with honor your father and mother, mm. which is the first commandment with a promise so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on earth. And then I broke down so that it may go well well, meaning good, satisfactory, healthily with you, and that you may enjoy long life, lengthy, prolonged, extensive on earth. Um, that hit me deep mm. <laughs> because there was a time when, and I, and I think a lot of people go through this when they're young, when you may not honor your father and mother, when... Uh, you know, you may be unruly or you don't understand what it's like for a parent. You're young. You, you just don't know. So you don't honor them as you should. And when I read that passage, I thought back to when I didn't think the way I should have <laughs> regarding my mom. And it made me a little sad, hmm. even though... Um, she thinks I'm perfect. <laughs> um, it just made me really want to honor her more going mm -hmm. forward because I don't feel that I always did. Mm. And then, oh, this part really. Okay. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with respect and fear and with sincerity of heart, just as you would obey Christ. Now... <laughs> This here, as soon as I read it, I immediately flashed back to a time at my job when I was a chiropractic assistant and all the chiropractic assistants were in the office and our boss came through and said, Lori, I need you to do such and such and such. And he walked away and I said, okay. And I started to walk out. And then one of the girls said, look at you just doing whatever he says, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm getting paid to do. <laughs> and I was respectful to the bosses. And I I worked as if I was working onto the Lord. Mm -hmm. And they did not understand that. Mm -hmm. And um, that's what my mind first went to when I read this. That makes a lot of sense because... When I think of you, I definitely think of you as somebody who works that way and with a spirit of excellence. Mm -hmm. And even now, your work looks a lot different. And in a lot of ways, I, I think we can relate um, because you are at home, you write, but you also like take care of the home and tend to your husband's needs. And you do it with excellence, with the same amount of energy that you probably used in that office would you agree yes definitely um it carries over to every area of my life where I've had to 
work, whether it was in the church, um, playing bass guitar, or working for someone else, or taking care of my household. It's been the same. When it, where it says, obey your earthly masters with respect. Respect is a feeling of deep admiration for someone. So when you think about that in regards to your boss or whomever you're dealing with, are you dealing with them in that way with a deep admiration for them? Because if you're, if you're not. <laughs> well, it's so you can't really fake that. Cause I think no. sometimes people hear respect and they're like, okay, so I'm just going to do these like kind of compliant, like I'm going to act like I respect them. But like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like to really respect, like you said, like to actually admire them or even put yourself in their shoes so you're not going to like steal. You know how it's almost like a accepted thing that people kind of steal from their bosses in very small ways. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But when you respect them, especially when you add that layer as, as you would Christ. Right. Um, you can't fake that. You either are or you or you aren't. <laughs> right. And yeah. If you're doing and if you're working with sincerity, meaning honesty, truthfulness and, and, and integrity, you're right. You can't fake that. But you also have to want it. You mm. want to please Christ. And ultimately, that's what you're doing. Everything you're doing for right to to mm -hmm. please Christ. <laughs> right. So, well, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> so that's. So that's if if I'm working for someone, that's if I'm cooking dinner, um, that's if I'm ironing clothes. I know I'm one of the few people who still irons, but, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I want to do it with uh, sincerity. Mm -hmm. And now, good. Mm -hmm. Good. Well, I was just going to say, like, you know, some of us don't have the same giftings, you know, you know, some of us are lazier, you know, some of us are. And <laughs> I think I just wonder, obviously, some of this, you might have a personality that's just more bent in that way. But and as I far think as I do. Yeah. But then when you add that spiritual layer, layer that is something that the Lord mm -hmm. has cultivated in you over the years, I just wonder, like, you may not have an answer to this, but like, how did you grow in that? Like, how did you gr like change from kind of having a more self-oriented view of work that's just focused on you to being like, I'm trying to please Christ in my work, or I'm going to really respect my boss. And were you always that way? Or, I mean, I've, I've pretty much always had it, I think. And it's because of my mom. Uh, she demanded that kind of respect at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it was instill, instilled within me. I don't really believe that I had to learn that as much as others. Mm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That gives kind of segues into something that stood out to me was the first part, children, obey your parents um, in the Lord for that is right. And just thinking about God wanting that of children, like in the significance of teaching them to obey. 
because that's what's pleasing to the Lord. And I think I was thinking about why is this so important? And it's because he is ultimately our father. And if we can't obey the authority that's right in front of us, we're not Mm -hmm. gonna obey him. And so the fact that grandma like taught you that, demanded that. I mean, when you're, when when you're the child, it's like, oh man, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but what a gift, right? Because in second Timothy three, I think it talks about, it gives this long list of what the last days are like, like what people are going to be like. And one of the things in that list says disobedient to parents. Mm -hmm. And that's so interesting. That's how much that matters. Like the way we, submit to authority matters to God and it says something about our hearts and how we relate to him and it's interesting to see like in both examples whether it's children or work it has to do with how we're engaging with authority yeah so it's super convicting for me and this kind of moves us into how we want to live this out which you already mentioned you just want to honor your mom even more which i can say you already you are a woman who honors your mom but you want to do it even more i'm convicted because i'm over here teaching my kids like you know you must obey like i am your like god gave me to you as your mom like i am an authority and you must obey and this is what god wants and at the same time i struggle <laughs> which we all do right i struggle right. with obeying god and like the way he describes how we should obey our masters like with sincerity yeah. of heart with respect I was like, do I serve God that way? And I think, Mm. let me know if you can relate to this, but being home, like I'm not working for a boss the way I used to. I have my husband and I'm submitted to him, which Ephesians 5 touches on. So there's an element where I am accountable for the way I work in the home to him. But in a lot of ways, it's just like God, you know, Mm. I could just be over here checked out. But I have this accountability to my husband and to God. And there are times where I really don't want to do this (laughs) the way that he wants me to. And one Mm -hmm. translation I was looking at, it said in verse seven, serve with a positive attitude. (laughs) Mm. Mm -hmm. As to the Lord and not to men. And I was just thinking about recently my son has gotten into this whole, I'm going to show you my attitude thing. And he gets his, he has his huge furrowed brows and he's really showing me that he's angry and he doesn't want to do what I'm telling him. And so I'm teaching him to fix his face and like how that, (laughs) how obeying with that face is still not really obeying. And Mm -hmm. I'm thinking to myself, but I do that too. Like, I'm like, oh man, I have to clean up this mess. Oh man, I have to get up stop reading my book and actually serve my family. (laughs) And so this was really convicting for me of like, if I'm going to teach my kids this, I have to model that. And I do tell them like, I have an authority too. Like God is my authority, but just modeling what respectful, reverent obedience is. And like trusting that God's ways are good and just even having the honor of serving him. I think back to your, um, you know, when you're talking about the boss and like having that deep admiration, it's so much easier to do that when it's a good boss. And (laughs) we serve a good God who really is worthy of our respect and devotion. I feel like 
when it, the boss isn't that good, it's like we're doing it. I think we lean more heavily on the as unto Christ <laughs> because maybe they don't seem as worthy. But yeah, I was just really convicted. Like, am I serving my husband? Am I serving my kids with a positive attitude? Are they learning this bad attitude from me? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you were pretty stubborn when you were his age. So <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Adam and I joke all the time about how he is a little me. And um, I, I mean, man, like I just I remember things that you said to me, especially in my adolescence, in some of my most, uh, you know, where I wasn't really like you said, I wasn't really honoring <laughs> my parents. I was really focused on myself. And when you were trying to point me to that, like, you know, Laura, you're being really selfish. And I just thought that was so mean. Like, how could she call me selfish? But I'm like, oh, my gosh, she was right. Like, I mean, I can see those things already. I'm like, wow. And I'm praying that God would use that to give me compassion for him and be like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I know what he needs. I needed and still need the same thing. But you used to always say that. You're like, you know, one day you're going to be a parent and you're going to understand. And even like going back to the honoring piece. You know you're supposed to honor your parents, but I feel like you don't get it until you're a parent and you're being disrespected. Yes. Like what that really means and why it's so important and how much it grieves you Mm -hmm. when you're not respected because your kids have no clue how much you invest in them. And then when you take that to the Lord of like, man, so does that mean like if we're images of him, does that mean when we dishonor him that it's similar like he does so much he holds all things together like he created all of this and then we don't care you well, know we have the, we have the nerve <laughs> to not care <laughs> right? right i mean and he still loves us and he still loves us wow yes. so that's like you cleaning up your living room and your son coming in and throwing every basket of toys all over, mm-hmm. <laughs> all over the room, but you still love him. Mm-hmm. You, you, you yeah. know, you're like I, I, I have some work to do. We're gonna keep. I'm gonna keep training him. But mm-hmm. yes, I still love him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I still love him. Um, and it's interesting because this is the last thing I'll share, but. Recently, both um, him and his sister have really gotten interested in stories, and they love hearing stories of when I was disobedient. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to keep circling it back around because I'm like, this isn't about like, oh, the glory of disobeying. Right. But I think it helps them to see like mama or mommy is human too. Mm-hmm. And I'll talk to them about like why you or my father responded the way you did and just try to it actually has become a teaching mechanism of like yeah so this is why I got in trouble mm-hmm. and so like just to show the consequences oh, yeah. you know That's good. <laughs> of that it's really interesting but yeah was there anything else that as you were wrapping up your time in this passage that you kind of felt the Lord putting on your heart as a way to respond to this or how to put what you were reading into action? Um, really not to go 
back, not to revert back, I'll say, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because verse nine and masters treat your slaves in the same way. Do not threaten them since you know that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven and there is no favoritism with him. So as the Lord takes me from level to level in business and being an author or, or whatever it may be, as he blesses me in my career, I don't want to go back to a time when I was running my business and I became Miranda Priestley from The Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> and the way I treated my assistant, I am so ashamed because I was not (laughs) heeding to this scripture at all. Mm. I was just in that zone (laughs) and trying to get things done. And it was not Christian-like. And (laughs) I wish I could find her and apologize. Mm. So um, that's what that makes me think about. I don't want to ever be that person again. That had to have I grieved God, like, what is she doing? <laughs> Man, the Lord is so gracious and Isn't he? compassionate. Yeah, he really is. And as I read that part too, I was convicted because I feel like even in parenting, it applies because, mm-hmm. and I think it could be a similar route of like when I, when there's a lot at stake or it feels like there's a lot at stake, I can get really controlling. If I really want certain results um, for my own peace of mind, mm-hmm. I can be like that. So I feel like, like you're saying, like in your work and stuff, there are times when as a boss, you have to use that authority and get things done. But it's like how we do it as yeah. Christians yeah. That, that makes the difference. And that's true with parenting too. Right. Yeah. And I just... Mm-hmm. uh want to apply what I've learned to my marriage, honoring my husband, you know, because there's days when I want to strangle him, but um, (laughs) (laughs) we all have those days. But uh, (laughs) I I just want to be the wife that God created him to have. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to go ahead and wrap us up with prayer because this was so good. So much to (laughs) chew on and think about. Well, Lord, I thank you so much for this time to get into the word with my mom. Thank you so much for the gift of a Christian mother. And right now, I just feel led to pray for anyone listening who has dear loved ones or parents, siblings who don't know you. I pray for their salvation right now, Lord, that they could experience this kind of fellowship. It's a really beautiful thing. And I I just thank you so much for that, God. And I thank you for what she has invested in me, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would help us to be women who honor you, first and foremost, who um, revere you, who respect you, who serve you with a positive attitude, with sincerity of heart, wholeheartedly, Lord. I pray that because of that, that would impact how we interact with parents, how we interact with spouses, how we do our work, and even how I parent my children, Lord. Let's pray you would continue to transform our relationships and um, how we move through this world. I thank you that that is what you want to do, and you promise to complete the work that you started in us, God. So thank you for using this time to that end. 
In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you so much, Mama, for coming on here. You're welcome. That was fun. This was a pretty convicting passage for me. I don't know about you, but I can really struggle with my attitude. Well, I know we can't always change how we feel about things, we can choose to be respectful. It may help that the root of biblical love is loyalty. We can obey out of, out of a sense of loyalty to God, even when we don't want to do what He's asking us to do. Some questions to consider. What's the work that God has put before you today? How's your attitude been? Do you need to fix your face? (laughs) While it may seem like the solution to this is to double down and get busy working, you know, just put a little fake smile on your face, I think the best thing we can do is go back to the beginning of Ephesians and remember this great Father we have in heaven and all that He has given us in Christ Jesus. When we remember Him, when we remember who He is and all that He's done, when we remember His love, His grace, His mercy, our attitudes change. It's an honor to serve Him. I can't believe we have only two more episodes to go in our series. We're already praying and planning for season three. If you've enjoyed this podcast, help us out by sharing it with a friend, writing a review, or becoming a patron. One dollar a month would help us so much to do the things that we need to do to make this happen. Grateful for you. Have a blessed week. How sweet the name of Jesus sounds. The believer's ear